What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the JM Special. Whether they talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40k, Dungeons and Dragons, and other aspects of my nerdy life. My name is John. I'll be your host today as we delve deeper into Magic the Gathering. We're going to focus specifically on the Color Pie series again, but this time looking at the color of black and how it could be great for you to be a budget player jumping in and some of the different creatures, themes, and archetypes you're looking for across the sets. So with that, let's go ahead and dive right in. So when you are looking at black, you have to understand that black is the color of selfishness. Um, it's the abstract of white. A lot of times the themes you're gonna find within it is that your cards are gonna focus on aiding your specific bigger creatures, helping them go tall, um, making them bigger and stronger, making them indestructible, making it so they come back when they die. Um, it's very much you're sinking a lot of your things into a much larger piece and black is actually one of the most powerful colors in magic because it's also one of the most versatile ones as well oftentimes you may see that you are your cards your the aspect of your cards that are black they effectively take away your life in order to do extra effects you may have to pay a life and then you get to draw a card you may have to pay a life and then you get to destroy a creature you may have to sacrifice your creature to have one creature or enchantment sack killed another creature that is kind of how black likes to play it's very much around the it's what's called the aristocrats theme um it's around not everything is going to stick around death is part of the cycle um and black honestly it works pretty well if you're pairing it up with green green and black i don't know what it is but green is probably one of the best supporting colors in magic because i feel like out of everything whether it is red green blue green black green white green green does a great job at supporting every other color and making them just stronger same thing with green and black golgari is what's known for um green and black's color pairing and it's the cycle of life and death that's the one thing that's guaranteed is you'll be born and you'll die. You'll return to the grave. And uh, one of my first decks I ever had that featured black was my Baron of Clan Toth commander deck. But that's getting off topic. Let's talk about black specifically and what you can find in there. So a lot of times the common creatures you might find in black are undead. Things like zombies, whites, skeletons, um, essentially reanimated corpses will appear in black's color theme quite a bit um, spirits did also dip a little bit into black as well depending on which set you were in um, but that's something where you can definitely look at it and be like okay cool black you know undead things that makes sense um, the other things you might find in black are vampires vampires are pretty powerful can be um, and they, they're a pretty decent tribe overall if you're deciding to go with a vampire themed deck and you'll find vampires from several different themes and sets thanks to Soren Markov the planeswalker that decided to say hey listen let's just spread vampirism all over the place other than just Innistrad and uh, yeah some of the different vampires on different planes that is because of him um, he himself, he's a strong vampire lord, depending on which version of you you get, and he's just strong in general. He's kind of a cool character. He's an edge lord, if anything. So, if you like that kind of thing, maybe vampires might be more of your jazz. Um, and then demons. Demons are the other big thing. They're the uh, again the counter to the angels. Angels versus demons, uh, pretty easy. If you ever wanted to build the dual deck, angels versus demons, go for it. Um, but demons, they're big, they're beefy, they are powerful. 
most fly, not all of them have to, uh, but some of the notable ones, like Gristlebrand, the dude is huge. He's like eight man to get on the board, and you can sacrifice life to draw cards, and man, he is a beast when it comes down to it, especially if you have the, um, the resources to give out to him. Outside of creatures, let's talk about themes, and themes is something that I've already kind of hinted at a little bit. Uh, Black has this kind of jack-of-all-trades kind of theme, and honestly, I mean, the only reason you would consider him to be a master of, of none is because you have to sacrifice something of yourself. You have to sacrifice either your life, or your creatures, or your lands, or something along those lines. Phyrexian Arena is an enchantment where you have it on the battlefield, and you have it. I don't. I don't remember if it is um, if you have to pay one life or if it's something along the lines that you get to pay one life. But regardless, you pay a life and then you get to draw a card. That's kind of the theme that you're going to find in Black quite a bit. Um, Languish is another one where you can pay life for X. Um, there's another one that's really popular where you pay life and then you get to draw cards off of it. It's it's played in modern and um, yeah. But another one thing of uh, ad nauseum is another one where you're pretty much sacrificing your life to dig through your deck to find a specific piece. You know, that's that's a common thing you're going to find in black across the board. Um, it is a pretty powerful effect, so it's a little bit more rare compared to some of the other ones I'm going to talk about, but just keep that in mind. Black is also known for its removal. It is great at killing things. Um, it does do a little bit of exiling, but usually the exiling comes with a special card or special effect, or special target, or it might be just paired up with another color, like white and black, Ang Anguish of Making is one of my favorite cards, because it costs three mana, you pay three life, and then you get to exile any target non-land permanent. Pretty freaking solid right there. Um, of a card, it's a great commander card if you decide to go that route, but black, when you pair it up with things, or even just by itself, it's great at killing things. Uh, murder, <clears throat> literally, three black and one of the other color, destroy target creature. Um, that's a pretty easy way to look at that. Fatal Push destroys any target creature with uh, two or less. And it has the Revolt keyword that if you lost something this turn, so if you sacrificed a fetch land or if you, you know, lost a creature or something else along those lines, well then, yeah, now you get to kill any target creature instead of just target creature with two or less. Um, yeah, I mean... I mean, Black's just really good at getting rid of things. Um, the one thing that Black's not really good at getting rid of, though, I would say is probably, like, enchantments. Okay, let me rephrase that. Black is really good at killing creatures and sometimes has the ability to kill other permanents, too. Especially if it's paired up with another color. It's a great other supporting color, but it can also stand on its own two feet. Um, so if you're playing black, you might be playing a little bit more control because black has a lot of control pieces like removal that is across the board and it's permanent removal. It, it kills it. Unlike blue where it bounces things back, um, or white where it just, you know, exiles it until the permanent leaves the battlefield or whatever. Black straight just kills it and says, go to the graveyard. Don't come back. A couple other common things you're going to find in black across all of the different sets of magic would be, um, discarding effects. Now, black is really good about getting rid of cards in your opponent's hand, and occasionally library, especially if you're paired up with blue. I talked about mill last episode, but that is another piece of black. Black has cards um, like Thoughtseize, where you can look at your opponent's hand and you can get rid of a card from their hand. Um, you know, there's a few other cards that do the same thing. Um, gosh dang it, why can't I think of it? It's been reprinted to the ground. Um, Cost one black mana, look at your opponent's card, get rid of a 
non-land, non-creature card, pretty much. Um, starts with a D. You guys could probably look it up there, but if you're looking around black, that is something that they have on there. Um, gosh, why can't I not think? That's going to bother me now. Oh, yeah, okay. It's Divest and Duress. Uh, they, they have this common, like, name on there. I don't know, but Divest gets rid of a target creature or artifact from your opponent's hand. I think it makes him lose a life. I'll have to look that up again. Duress gets rid of the non-creature, non-land card from your opponent's hand. So you get targeted, like, you get to see what your opponent is doing. You get to see what they're thinking and have that extra info, I guess. And then you get to get rid of, um, get rid of that card, which is pretty nice. So it's like, in a way, it's removable, again, before your opponent needs to play with it. That's why blue and black pair so well together, is just for that simple fact. You get to preemptively get rid of your opponent's stuff. But black's great at just doing it by itself. There's this deck called 8-Rack, which you disc make your opponent discard a bunch of different cards, and you play this card called Rack. Now, the Rack... It is a colorless card, but if your opponent has three or less cards in their hand, it deals one damage for them for everyone under three. So if they have three cards in hand, well then it deals one damage to them. Two cards in hand, two damage. One card, or wait, anything under three. So two cards, one damage. One card's two damage. Zero cards is three damage. Boom. So you make your opponent discard their cards where they can't play the game and just keep playing the racks. If you're able to get four of them on the battlefield, that makes your turn clock just so much faster. Your opponent can't play, and the whole point of this, you want to get rid of their stuff as fast as possible. So cards like Thoughtseize might be better than cards like Duress or Divest, but they do work out pretty decently. So outside of removal and discard, reanimation is the other common theme you are going to find in black across the board. And this comes in a plethora of forms. It can be reanimation that you get to take something from any graveyard, be it your graveyard or your opponent's. So it's great if you're killing something and then you're bringing it back from your opponent's side. Pretty decent. Um, it's great at bringing things back from your own graveyard. Um, either the creatures themselves will have effects that allow you to do it. Blood gas is one of them where if you have a land you to the battlefield and if blood gas is in your graveyard, you get to put blood gas from the graveyard to your battlefield because you played land. Don't have to pay any extra mana costs. It's just pretty freaking solid right there. Um, there are some other things like, um, gosh, why can't I think of what he is? But since he's a creature and then if you pay, you know, three black, so he's two black mana to bring to the battlefield. You pay three black mana tap him and you sacrifice him you get to bring somebody back from the graveyard to the battlefield um yeah pretty decently corpse hauler i think is what his name is but um yeah pretty pretty okay pretty decent i would say overall um there are better cards that you're able to use using black. Sometimes the black effect only brings them back from the graveyard to your hand, so you can't necessarily cheat things from in play, but if you can, if you have a card or ability or just a creature that's good at doing that, take advantage of it. Most competitive decks are. If you're able to, you know, get a much bigger creature like Gristlebrand or Avacyn onto the battlefield, that's a great way to go. You'll find this in other colors. White and black pair up pretty well with this. Green and black pair up pretty well with this. Um, so just, just look at all your different options. And with the creatures and the themes that come into play with black in Magic the Gathering, you know, what kind of deck should you start off with? Which one should you start building? And honestly, what I would tell you is if you're building just a mono black deck, 
something I would say would be a good idea is to build something like a zombies deck. Zombies are across magic like crazy. I think every set has pretty much had a zombie, or at least just about every set has had a single zombie printed into it. Now, some sets did splash. They had red zombies, some had green zombies, some had white zombies, but most of the time it's black zombies. Um, blue and black zombies are common. Um, and yeah, you have zombies that pump up other zombies that help bring other zombies back. And it's, it's a good idea to look at that kind of zombies deck. They work really well together because sometimes they might give first strike or they might give death touch to all of your guys. And it's a pretty decent deck to go for, not to mention the reanimated dead. You can just bring them back from the battlefield, put them on the table, and man, you are just going to go to town with your zombies. I'm not going to tell you the best zombie deck specs out there. There are tons of YouTube videos around that, but that's something to look at as you're looking at your sets. You say, you know, I want to build up a black deck and be like, oh, are there any zombies in this deck? Or just look at the reanimation theme. Are there zombies in this deck that come back or are there cards that bring cards back, bring creatures back? And it's a bonus if you can actually bring them directly back to the battlefield. This is great in commander format. It's great in casual formats. And in a way, it's a sense of recursion, because if you draw the awesome just bomb that you wanted, you play it, your opponent kills it, well, you don't have to draw another one in your deck, you've already drawn it. It's now in your graveyard. Find a way to get that guy back from the graveyard and back into your deck, and now you've got your key piece to your deck again. So, you know, really cool thought there, really cool idea, I would say, is just really focus hard on the reanimation side of things and bringing those things back to the battlefield. The other side I would say you can go with it too is just build a strictly control deck where you are going to be playing removal spells and you are going to be playing discard spells. Get rid of cards in your opponent's hands. Use as much information as you can to really be tactful with your decisions. You know, right now, they may have a tur they may have a seven drop creature and you have divest in your hand. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna get rid of that seven drop creature. It could be a good idea, or it could be a better idea to maybe get rid of an artifact they have in their hand that's going to do more damage on turn two three four five and then save your removal spell like murder to get rid of that big creature once turn seven hits because you have that in the back of your mind that listen I've, they've got this creature now i'm going to destroy it as soon as it hits the battlefield because i know about it and it can be decent for um for commander as well just really focusing on the removal if you add black into your commander or if you're just running a black commander you know Graveyard strategies are pretty decent. Removal strategies and denial strategies are really good with black. So maybe look towards that one. Unfortunately, I don't I don't play just strictly a black and commander. I splash it in with a bunch of my decks. I play an Esper deck and I play um I've played green black decks and I've just played a plethora of different kind of black splashed index, but never just a strictly black deck. So I can only tell you from my side is black's been a great support color for me, but I know for a fact it is a decent mono color if you decide to go that route. But with that one, hit me up on the JHAM special if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to hear more about the Color Pie series or different series or hobby that I'm interested in. I'd be love to talk about it there and connect with you guys and you can hit me up on the JHAM special on Twitter as well. All right, well, you guys have a good rest of the day, and we will see you on the next Magic Monday. Bye.